Dedication and Preface of Arizona's Yesterday, being the narrative of John H. Caddy, Pioneer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tony Posante. Arizona's Yesterday by John Caddy and Basil Woon. Dedication and Preface. To the pioneers who are living, and to the memories of those who are dead, this book, an affectionate tribute to the gallant courage, rugged independence, and wonderful endurance of those adventurous souls who formed the vanguard of civilization in the early history of the territory of Arizona and the remainder of the Great West, is dedicated. John H. Caddy, Basil D. Woon, Patagonia, Arizona, 1915. Preface When I first broached the matter of writing his autobiography to John H. Cady, two things had struck me particularly. One was that of all the literature about Arizona there was little that attempted to give a straight, chronological, and intimate description of events that occurred during the early life of the territory, and second, that of all the men I knew, Caddy was best fitted, by reason of his extraordinary experiences, remarkable memory for names and dates, and seniority and pioneership, to supply the work that I felt lacking. Some years ago, when I first came west, I happened to be sitting on the observation platform of a train bound for the orange groves of Southern California. A lady with whom I had held some slight conversation on the journey turned to me after we had left Tucson and had started on a long and somewhat dreary journey across the desert that stretches from the old Pueblo to San Berdu, and said, Do you know, I actually used to believe all those stories about the wildness of the West. I see how badly I was mistaken. She had taken a half-hour stroll about Tucson while the train changed crews and had been impressed by the to the casual observer, sleepiness of the ancient town. She told me that never again would she look on a Wild West moving picture without wanting to laugh. She would not believe there had ever been a Wild West, at least not in Arizona. And yet it is history that the old territory of Arizona in days gone by was the wildest and wooliest of all the West, as any old settler would testify. There is no doubt that to the tourist the West is now a source of constant disappointment. The movies and certain literature have educated the Easterner to the belief that even now Indians go on the warpath occasionally, that even now cowboys sometimes find an outlet for their exuberant spirits in the hair-raising sport of shooting up the town, and that even now battles between the law-abiding cattlemen and the rustlers are more or less frequent. When these people come west in their comfortable pullmans and discover nothing more interesting in the shape of Indians than a few old squaws selling trinkets and blankets on station platforms, as at Yuma, when they visit one of the famous old towns where in days gone by, white men were wont to sleep with one eye and an ear open for marauding Indians, and find electric cars, modern office buildings, paved streets crowded with luxurious motors, and the inhabitants nonchalantly pursuing the even tenor of their ways, garbed in habiliments strongly suggestive of 44th Street and Broadway. 
when they come west and note these signs of an advancing and all-conquering civilization i say they invariably are disappointed one lady i met even thought how delightful it would be if the apaches would only hold up the train it failed altogether to occur to her that in the days when wagon trains were held up by apaches few of those in them escaped to tell the gruesome tale and yet this esteemable lady fresh from the drawing-rooms of upper radcliffe on the hudson and the ballroom of rector's thought how delightful this would be ah fortunate indeed is it that the pluck and persistence of the pioneers carved a way of peace for the pilgrims of to-day considering the foregoing such a book as this presenting as it does in readable form the arizona west as it really was is in my opinion most opportune and fills a real need the people have had fiction stories from the capable pens of stuart edward white and his companions in the realm of western literature and have doubtless enjoyed the refreshing atmosphere and daring originality but despite this fiction localized in the west and founded however much on fact does not supply all the needs of the eastern reader who demands the truth about those old days presented in a compact and intimate form i cannot too greatly emphasize that word intimate for it signifies to me the quality that has been most lacking in authoritative works on the western country when i first met captain cady i found him the very personification of what he ought not to have been considering the fact that he is one of the oldest pioneers in arizona instead of peacefully awaiting the close of a long and active career in some old soldier's home I found him energetically superintending the hotel he owns at Patagonia, Santa Cruz County, and with a badly burned hand at that. There he was with a characteristic chef's top dress on him. Caddy is well known as a first-class cook. Standing behind the wood fire range himself, permitting no one else to do the cooking, allowing no one else to shoulder the responsibilities that he, as a man decidedly in the autumn of life, should by all the rules of the game, have long since relinquished where this grizzled old indian fighter near his threescore and ten should have been white-haired he was but gray where he should have been inflicted with the kindred illnesses of advancing old age he simply owned up and sheepishly at that to a burned hand where he should have been willing to lay down his share of civic responsibility and let the young fellows have a go at the game he was as ever on the firing line his name in the local paper a half a dozen times each week oh no it is wrong to say that john h caddy was a fighter wrong in the spirit of it for you see he is very much of a fighter now he has lost not one whit of that aggressiveness and sterling courage that he always has owned the only difference being that instead of fighting indians and bad men he is now fighting the forces of evil within his own town and contesting as well the grim advances made by the relentless reaper in travels that have taken me over a good slice of mother earth and that have brought me into contact with all sorts and conditions of men i have never met one whose friendship i would rather have than that of john h Cady. if i were to sum him up i would say he is a true man a true father a true and courageous fighter and a true american he is a man anybody would far sooner have with him than against him in the controversy if so far as world standards go he has not achieved fame i had rather call it notoriety it is because of the fact that present-day standards do not fit the men whom they ignore with those other men who were the wet nurses of the west in its infantile civilization 
this hardy pioneer should be honored by the present generation and his name handed down to posterity as that of one who fought the good fight of progress and fought well with weapons which if perhaps crude and clumsy as the age was crude and clumsy judged by twentieth century standards were at least most remarkably effective the subject of this autobiography has traveled to many out-of-the-way places and accomplished many remarkable things but the most astonishing thing about him is the casual and unaffected way in which he in retrospect views his extraordinarily active life he talks to me unconcernedly of tramping hundreds of miles across a barren desert peopled with hostile indians as though it were merely a street-car trip up the thoroughfares of one of arizona's progressive cities he talks of desperate rides through a wild and dangerous country of little scraps as he terms them with bands of murderous apaches of meteoric rises from hired hand to ranch foreman of adventurous expeditions into the realm of trade when everything was a risk in a land of uncertainty of journeys through a foreign and wild country did broke of these and many similar things as though they were commonplace incidents scarcely worthy of mention yet the story of caddy's life is i venture to state one of the most gripping and interesting ever told both from a historical and from a human point of view it illustrates vividly the varied fortunes encountered by an adventurous pioneer of the old days in arizona and contains besides historical facts not before recorded that cannot help making the work of unfailing interest to all who know or wish to know the state for you then the reader who love or wish to know the state of arizona with its painted deserts its glorious skies its wonderful mountains its magical horizons its illimitable distances its romantic past and its magnificent possibilities this little book has been written basil dillon womb end of dedication and preface